0: Driving
1: while I was having podcast radio hour Oh my Yo Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grimes Oh I got a PT Cruiser It's a convertible, it's really cool All oh, this melts of crayons
0: for
2: you
1: <laughs> Hey
0: YOLO You only have one life Do you have coilovers? No, beat it Yeah I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there
2: <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up <laughs>
3: What up? What's up, Arturo? Uh, how you doing, man? Uh,
2: Sunday I'm edition. Doing
3: You're doing big things?
1: Uh, no, just Big Bear is. I'm not. Big Bear So I'm Art is things. coming to
3: us live from San Francisco. Where are you physically?
1: I'm physically sitting in my guest room downstairs overlooking downtown San Francisco, and a lot of the buildings have like Christmassy stuff going on, which mm-hmm, is interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'd I be so you might hear yeah. you might hear that uh nine nine seven Turbo S with an exhaust flyby or mm. the the F four thirty challenge. <laughs> by,
2: by the way, at Radwood, how awesome was the the backdrop for the main stage? Where uh, DJ yeah. DP was
3: full Christmas, full Christmas, like <laughs> dude, saw... know that? it was uh,
2: there was uh, did you have any didn't idea? Even notice a. Did Fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like you know playing what? in a fireplace,
1: essentially. Dude, he was, like um, a... Lane. The pictures that you posted really tripped me out because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it looked like he was in like a <laughs> yeah, living room or yeah, something. Dude. Like, but he's like around, small scale wise yeah, versus
0: yeah. the he's yeah. like a small we'll DJ. Up. Yeah, right. Yeah, mini a DJ. small
1: Christmas DJ. Dude,
0: Darren killed it. He did kill it. That's Absolutely. my, that's my guy, dude. Right one there. of one of my uh, standout moments. Uh, so I'm walking by, uh, and I hear uh, the song, "If You Wanna Ride in My Mercedes," oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, which is one that I emailed him. And I, I take note of it mentally as I'm walking. And I am I just, I, I you know, I the w- tent has like different openings. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, dude, Darren's killing it. And then I look up at him and he's fucking pointing right yes! at me and gives me the nod. And I point at
1: him, dude. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> so Personal cool. Personal
2: DJ. So
3: good, dude. It was really I just want to
1: like have a party for no reason just to invite him. So I you know. can be yeah.
3: that's, uh yeah. I lived with him he's, in college. He, it was a lot of that it's yeah. so yeah. awesome
1: dude it's good i mean because he, he really knows how to mix the songs you know imagine that
3: imagine that you sound like such
2: a grandpa <laughs> actual dj
3: this is <laughs> <he> <laughs> says so this true stuff. it's so true
2: welcome to driving well awesome
3: my name is lane i'm warren uh, i'm brian uh Art. this is a sunday edition um i want to talk about my the shirt i'm wearing right now What are you wearing? It's bright blue. It's the new logo that I got from Heel and Toe. Oh, I'm just saying. How's that feel? I would say softest shirt I own. I don't know if it's just because it's new and perfect, but Heel and Toe is good. Like, you wash it for of course. Yeah, you got to
2: wash it. I mean, he actually
0: has, he's so complete. He has instructions. Like, you're going to get the best exactly fit out of this thing exactly and, uh, yeah you got you gotta, gotta, gotta wash them for. the, the yeah. full instructions yeah. So has got
3: a new logo which was uh, uh close to my heart because i just got back from europe and that is the no speed limit sign on a uh, really nice blue shirt so that's what i'm rocking and i'm looking at a new Sweet. heel and toe hat which i'm happy to be wearing soon i'll debut it at cars and coffee um nice yeah Ooh, can i tell you guys something yeah i, I copped two hats what did you get one? What
2: you wearing both at the same time? I got both a mesh, I got sideways? a mesh one and the black one.
3: Is it kind of like a, so uh, a trucker it, and a black, like Sherlock Holmes did with two bills? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I oh, wear yeah. them both one at the same time. Yeah, yeah,
2: sideways, <laughs> dude.
1: I don't know if you, I mean this is pretty punny, and um I'm pretty stoked on this because uh, I'm rocking the lightweight manual hoodie. Like I love mm. the name, dude. Lightweight manual. That's yeah. Like how everything I love. how how lightweight <laughs> is
2: that thing? <laughs> It's pretty
1: it's nice. I mean it's as I mentioned before it's a good little jacket to layer with. You just throw it on over a, a t-shirt, you know, you can cruise pretty much mm-hmm. in any in any weather and uh I love it. It's it's awesome.
2: Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I was... did that uh I don't, last Thursday I did the uh like a 3-hour monologue um in the middle oh, of the right. show. Do you guys remember? <laughs> did you guys hear that? I did. Where I was yeah, in my know, like, car recording <laughs> the ads. I, higher, higher. Higher. I heard
0: back from our listeners about that actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I sounded like
2: I was fucking wasted like <laughs> I think I didn't get much sleep that night no it was it was the night after we recorded with Jason Camisa up yeah, in the city that I drove home yes I did so I got <laughs> home at like 1.30 or something like that oh, Dude, and, you sounded uh, blasted you know kind of couldn't go straight to sleep mm-hmm. and then I woke up and I recorded in my car first thing in the morning I'm just like
3: yeah dude <laughs> it was pretty pretty um, obvious yeah but it's You're, all genuine uh, that was very noble because, of you I should uh, say man
2: I like that was very uh, noble of you thanks uh, heel and toe imperils, you know, it's just rad stuff, dude. I, uh, I can say that I used it
0: on the trip down the road to Radwood. Oh, the sweaty? Uh, yeah, the sweaty. It's what kept me warm and insulated from the skeezy mm-hmm. interior of my Corvette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a little <laughs> soft padding in you a world some, like, that's not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Have you cleaned that interior at all or no? Uh, no, I oh, haven't. Cool, I haven't cool. Put a lick yep, of cleaning.
0: Uh-huh. It's all mechanical first, okay. you know. Yeah. That's for another part of this
2: podcast. So anyways, com forward slash DWA, uh, use that and you'll get 20% off, um, everything in their store. So they're kind of, he's Scott's adding products all the time and they're all like, I don't, he, he has a real attention to detail, which is awesome. And, uh, he's making, uh, he's not making Corvettes here guys. He's making <laughs> like, this is Porsche BMW quality stuff. Yeah. Um, but so now he has shirts, hats, and sweatshirts, was which, which is really cool.
3: And we definitely appreciate him sponsoring the DWA podcast. So go support him and check out his stuff: new hats, sweatshirts, etc. Yep. So how the hell do we start this podcast after the week we've had? I, I just don't I know. know. I just oh, you don't know. know.
2: What I, I kind of want to. I don't think we touched on it enough in like previous ones, but I want to thank like all of our friends for just coming like this car community that Mm. surrounds us for coming together and helping with the show. Like we literally went into this, the day of Radwood with, I mean, a rough idea, you know, like art was the orchestrator of the event itself. So, you know, he kind of knew the layout and knew where he was going to place cars and all that stuff. But, um, we kind of went in and everyone just kind of took, took a role and went with it like uh Warren, you and Brian were parking cars like running around like oh, crazy. we were your brothers. We my brothers. Doing it alone. Yeah, we had um, people that Felix. were uh, oh, Felix. Oh, big shout out. Yeah, big shout out, Dude, yeah, big shout out to our buddy cool. Felix. How cool. Felix was like murdering it. Seriously. And then Kevin Grunman from yep. AutoWorks Detailing and it was funny like uh my brothers were talking about Kevin doing it and they were basically deciding where cars would go and Kevin would be like but this car is really nice paint. I think <laughs> we should let him in. Bro, like in the Whoa. city over here. Whoa. Well, there was that Range over and it had the guys like pleading his case. He's like, I have like picnic baskets in the back. I'm gonna put out like all this stuff, and Kevin's like, the paint is really nice. I think we
3: can do it. That's <laughs> kind of what you need.
2: Um, um, how about Brandon uh, and Drew working the front front, dude? That's the big job. The front
0: lines, super long, like chain of cars yes. running. Out I'm surprised
2: of... the cars were able to get in with Brandon just talking to them all kinds. Of... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, obviously every you know everyone to like the from the three podcasts um you know cam and mikey and um you guys brad and of course brad and, brad and, um, and brad's you know, wife I've, and and uh amanda and maggie and yeah uh, everyone was just everyone just killed it and uh everyone was just down to help out and we have other you know other friends show up early to uh like Colin and Travis were there to do whatever they want, you know, we, we had
3: them, you know, to do. And, and it's clear yeah. that it would not have gone as smooth without all yep. of that. It yeah. Just couldn't yeah. have done Dude,
0: it. it. Like if you planned it, it was like, oh, you know, we'll have like three or four people doing parking. Dude, you needed like 15 people parking. Yeah, sure like, helps. Some, there were some comments that it was one of the best organized. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of they tell been, me that, and that's purely by the willingness of people to help out, like at the moment, because we did you know, we didn't plan to have 15 people parking everyone,
2: but we had it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Art and I talked about it the night before. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking at pencil drawings. It was and... so
2: funny at one point because I was kind of running around like doing whatever I needed to do, like putting up. Banners and then whatever you know and like. At one point, I go up and like, "Blaze, you guys need anything?" It's like Brian's like really parched. Dude. <laughs> He's about to, Brian really needs water. So I'm like, "All right, dude." So I go get like you know, I get cash out of the ATM. Oh, wow. and I buy like I bought um. I think I bought 15 waters mm-hmm. and you know, I get them in a box and I go bring them and I bring them to blaze and be like, okay, can you disperse these? And then I I'm handing them out to the people. Yeah.
0: And- yeah dude, it, it, Cause it was pretty hot early actually. Yeah. <laughs> like 10 AM. Yeah. And it was like,
2: and we were a little hungover, you know, like, yep. Yeah. That's-
0: yeah. Oh, so that was oh, before
2: dude, I forgot so- Gabe Nashon, dude. So our buddy Gabe, yep. he hooked up this like extra speakers and, Six hundred foot of speaker wire, like all a mix, an, another mixing board, all this for free, and he he didn't just hook it up. For, I mean, he set it all up, dude. He's like, I mean, you he did, know, props he to him, him, dude. And he, he, he had to that. wait till six thirty for the place to pick up the stuff. Oh wow,
0: yeah, because hey, he was trying to help out at Radwood one too, get that stereo uh-huh. thing going, yeah, yeah. like the broadcast one. Yep, yeah, dude. That I mean, all that shit is takes more prep than you think and it was all dialed perfectly yeah we didn't have to
2: think about it basically yeah hushy pushy yeah. matt oh, was yeah. killing matt it was out there banged, yeah I, it, is there time. anyone else we're forgetting I mean, i'm sure there's there's but i just many. want to give everyone their yeah team. no that's a good call you dude know, yeah that was so you know key. who
3: you are and we really appreciate it
2: yeah Art. and then everyone we met was so cool and you know like uh like um though the guys from auto off topic yeah, those guys are rad. Yeah. And helping Brian.
3: Dude, and helping me
0: fix my vet in the front yard yeah, we afterwards. we talk
1: about that in a little
0: bit. Yeah. But, I, think I, uh, right I think
3: I cut you off, right, what were you were going to say?
1: Well, a few things, but um, just now that we're talking about that and just the people there and every, how rad everyone was, I mean. This is kind of a weird thought, and I had it today. Like, um, when you're there in the mix, like you're just getting shit done, you're doing what you gotta do, you're mingling, you're, you're, and then at some point, everything's kind of settled down, and you're cruising around a little bit and just talking to people, but. I never felt like it was my show or our show. Like I Mm -hmm. felt like it was everyone's show. Does that make sense? And like the only time that I felt like it was our shit and like I, and we needed to handle something is when that idiot was fucking revving his motor and I had to go over there and tell him to chill out. Like outside of that, like because we had the authority, right. But like outside of that, like, I was just like walking around and just enjoying everyone being so stoked and like all the conversations happening and just trying to squeeze in and see what's going on. It was like because everybody put the show on, we just kind of provided the platform and the venue. Like if you boil, you know what I mean? Like yeah, in they sense. all
2: they all went along with our idea and they dressed up and they made the show what it is, right? So yeah,
1: and that's it was just kind of an interesting thought and I was thinking about that today. Like that was only that moment was where was it where I thought okay, like we got to get some shit handled, but mm-hmm. it was great i super stoked. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention about Felix is Felix is – Super awesome guy. I've known him for like well over 10 years. He's actually the, um, one of the original, uh, co-founders of Fat Lace and Illist. Uh, and, um, and he's a, a super, like, massive 80s and 90s car guy. So like, this is like, every time I talk to him, dude, he's like, dude, this is like my scene, man. This is what I've been hoping for. <laughs> he you came know? And, to
3: our, uh, uh, freezing cars and yeah, coffee. For, yeah, for
2: yeah, his, yeah, uh, totally. Whatever.
1: He brought his, uh, Kenberry Skyline. Yeah. Um,
3: and he and- has
2: a Mark One Scirocco.
3: He yeah, like he does. My, he was like my right-hand man that, that yeah, morning. He, he definitely yeah. helped out a lot.
1: Perfect. Yeah, he's awesome, and he's and he's detail-oriented, and he's done a lot of shows already. So he, when when you were saying, I need help just getting people to park straight, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I got you. Yep. It's um, yeah, like a uh, V-guy yeah and he's he's super down to like you know in the future to be more involved i mean because like he this is like his like his his total wheelhouse (laughs) his jam exactly um but uh so big thanks to him and the reason i also mentioned him uh is because i felt super shitty because like i totally forgot to invite him to our after party Uh... and like um it was one of those things we're running around you know and like i i completely spaced so i actually called him the following morning and talked to him about it but but uh yeah huge thanks to him um yeah i was gonna say the other thing with matt you already brought it up but like not only was he fucking hustling parking cars but he was taking a shit ton I of know, pictures yeah. And, yeah. right us. Um, right. and like it's too it's so rad to like have you know um that coverage we had we you know we had a major media partner jalopnik and they they took a ton of pictures and of course all the all the major automotive publications were there but yeah. to have like our homies to have like yeah. karen and and matt like yeah, both Ky capturing too, right yeah. yeah like the content for us um like and getting like those little perspectives and shit like you know like getting us at the at the table you know when we're podcasting like you know we, we, we weren't sure we we're gonna get that so all that shit counts and matters so yeah really really cool i um, couldn't couldn't be happier with the result
2: yeah and then all the um all the other sponsors you know Joe Opnik is the main sponsor and then um you know the title sponsor and then we had all our little booths and stuff and and our other sponsors like clarion Uh, those guys were super cool. They went big and they were handing out free shirts that they made. Um, I think they made like 150 shirts and they were super cool. They said totally rad on them. (laughs) So yeah, uh, by the way, so was it, what, did you buy the water before they handed out their water? I was such a, so I went and buy the water. I buy $30 worth of water. And as I'm, I have this box of water, I'm walking back and the late this lady's complaining to me that we're not allowed to be giving out free water and i'm like what and i'm like wait but i just bought i'm kind of thinking like i just bought this water she's all no they're giving out free water and i'm like oh fuck are you serious <laughs> i just bought
3: this water <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so, because you're taking away from their concession sales
2: yeah but we were allowed to give it out but it had to be at the beeline thing and they got separated and the see, whole thing but yeah, Clarion guys were super cool. Obviously, Beeline was there, and they were super cool. Dude, I mean,
0: everyone was just it was it was pretty sweet to be able to roll up and get a coffee without paying for it. So good, such good, good dude. coffee too.
2: So it was good. so good. Yeah, and the, yeah. actually, uh, so he hired out that cart, and yeah. uh, it came with like the baristas and everything. They were super nice and just friendly. You know, it was really cool really cool yeah. huge thing.
1: thanks huge thanks to nick like you know we were yeah. fucking pounding away at like you know yeah. the last few days like just trying to like get that sorted and and, and yeah. i'm stoked it worked out he was a total champ and like went and paid for the permitting in person but on, on his own you know like as basically as soon as he landed from the airport and um so you know it it, it was a big effort and um you know he's a really really good guy and um, I'm really happy that we actually did that. Cause I mean, early on, you know, we're back and forth on it. I'm so happy we, we pulled through. It was a lot of work, yeah. but to actually, to, ha- I'd love to have them at future events. Yeah, and, exactly.
2: Yeah. Build that relationship, right? So yeah. yeah. yeah
1: Clarent guys are awesome. Like, you know, I was talking to them and they're like, yeah, you know, I, we we know more people in the industry that that would love to be involved, and you know we can we can basically make those connections, especially because they had you know they had the experience you know there and they, they saw what it was and and you know they were they were chatting the whole time they were busy yeah. and like everybody was digging their
2: cars yeah so. they had
0: rad cars there yeah. I mean it was a
2: perfect fit yeah and then uh, JNC Japanese nostalgic car and Model Citizen diecast and HRE and fifteen fifty two. Hunziker. Yeah, bring a trailer. Yep.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah,
2: Yep. good design. Right yeah, and down then the uh, Rockabilly J, or you know, uh, Porsche punks. Um, I saw a bunch of his hats in cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. were. They had, he you know, saw them in his in yeah. cars, and
3: he's like, I don't even know how they got them. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: and then obviously the I I mean, I think I, I like the like my big contribution. I didn't even do it, but was pushing for the BMXers, essentially. Dude, that
3: was so cool. Because I think, was, cool. I think that
2: kind of, like, was, like, the, you know, I think seeing, that, like, set it, it made it something
3: else. It takes it to the next level. And yeah. seeing that that Chevy cruise in yeah. with the music blasting, the mongoose spikes on top, I mean, it was a late arrival, and it just kind of set the tone from there. Yeah. It was perfect. I was so stoked, the yeah. whole thing. And I didn't even get to see the BMX. Oh,
2: you didn't watch oh, it? I was. This dude, was it was weird. holding. Oh, to... Yeah, one time
3: I was, like, completely away from it, The other time I was eating, and I got, like, a glimpse of it. So It yeah, was awesome. so it was cool, cool to
2: watch. Like, mm-hmm. if you actually watched it.
3: You're like, oh, actually, I've watched oh, it on man, Instagram. I saw, at, I saw people's videos. I saw people's videos. everyone's,
2: like booing and awing and clapping and stuff it was pretty amazing yeah yeah Yeah.
1: really stoked that worked out I mean ironically um, you know I guess I can I can throw her under the bus because she's probably not a listener but you know the main lady was not the friendliest person in the world and that's not who I was dealing with you know the entire time and but the the ironic part is that remember when I I did the tour of the the place I was filming it and I asked I'm like oh are you okay with people scuffing up the dance floor because I would like to have the BMX exhibition here and she's like eh I don't care like you know and so yeah, that yeah. was uh, well, the one thing that I would think she would be concerned about. Like she didn't give a shit about. But like, yeah, yeah. it was great to have that freedom because they were just able to do their thing, and and, and it was a really good good spot to do it too. Perfect. Yep. Um, and how about like those motorcycles flanking the the, the dance floor right there where they were doing yeah, it? Yeah, that so was rad. cool.
3: That was great.
0: I All love right. having those car, like the E28 and everything, like in the pictures of the BMX stuff. Yep.
2: I love the dudes yep. rolling around on Moto Compos. Yeah, dude, that was How great. How cool is that? That was great. I know. Random, and they were on letting it. like everyone ride them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they were just letting yeah. random people ride I'm them. I'm, I'm kind of like, bummed I didn't make a bunch of videos of like other people riding. I'm like, I can't believe I'm riding a Moto <laughs> oh,
3: That's cool. <laughs> Super cool. Well, I guess, uh, I'm sure there's a million stories we could tell. And we got another one coming, so might as well plug that one again.
2: Yeah, so we're going to be at Sonoma Raceway. Um, it's Radwood at Hoopdecon, which is a – it's the first ever Hoopdecon, which is a 24 Hours of Lemons race, um, along with a couple other car shows. like So Billet Proof Car Show is going to be there, Concourse de Lemons, and Radwood, as well as a, uh, a movie kind of festival at night. Um and a full blown twenty four hour and a, lemons yeah, race. Yeah, full full blown twenty four hours of lemons race, and this is all a Sonoma raceway, which is super cool. And uh I think we're you know you know, we'll we'll be a major part of it, and we're gonna have our own little area and we're selling tickets um on Radwood.org and so you can buy tickets to be a spectator there for the you know, you get a all access pass for the whole weekend. Um Radwood's gonna be on Saturday along with all the major things. And uh, just so you can buy tickets for general admission and for car parking at Radwood on our website there. And it will likely sell out. So yes. get get it early, get
0: it often. And uh, there were a few people who were at the Lemons race uh same weekend
3: as oh, Radwood right. who
2: were super bummed yeah. that they couldn't do both. Yeah, yes. how cool is that, having them both? Oh, and I don't know if I said the day, but it's March 24th.
3: March 24th, 2018. Yep. Cool, um, Art. Anything else you want to add? Um, it was just rad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty fu-
0: pretty fun to watch the pictures and articles come out over the week too.
3: Huh? Yeah, I think it's just um, it's really cool. I-, I think it'll be even more real yeah. if, if like you know Auto Week or car driver has which
1: will happen and run track and all those I heard there's some uh there's some front page potential stuff i've heard oh wow Mm -hmm. uh but also the one that i'm most looking forward to is is seeing larry Chen's content yeah from speed hunters Uh he's one of the best photographers in the world
2: for for automotive he came there all late and he i I heard the story was he was sitting at at his house with his kids or his kid and he's like, I need to go to this show, basically. Oh, he wasn't. Um, even oh, he wasn't even planning on it. Well, he wanted to go, and then yeah. he, you know, has his commitments with his family and right. stuff. Right. And uh, he went later in the day, and uh, was capping snaps during the best time to take pictures, really.
3: Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I kinda of kick myself for not taking more video of cars leaving. I kick myself for everything. I, know, I, I mean I know. It's really so hard, it's dude. like I wish
2: I could have hired I wish we could've hired a camera crew to just be That would there have been cool, yeah. Filming stuff, you know. There's so many different opportun- you know, things that you kinda of wish just and I was, I would have taken more reporters. pictures and stuff, but I was busy doing other, you know, running around
3: doing stuff. And we didn't so. get one picture of us together, I, although. I never do, right? I know, but we did right. get uh, Matt. Hushibushi. We did get
2: that, so that's pretty that good. Was but nice we didn't one. get a picture. It would have been fun to get a picture of all the people that helped out, like everyone on the stage. Totally,
3: a group Next to shot. the DJ
2: booth kind of thing you yeah. know, or something like that or next to that Radwood poster uh, outside. Absolutely. But
3: next time, let's write yeah. that down on the uh, to-do list yeah, for, for Radwood. Sure.
2: and there will be a next time.
3: So Radwood 3.
2: That's the good part.
0: Hey there. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel & Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA to get uh, 20% off your purchase of fine shirts and other things like
2: that. All right. Um, I want to hear about... So Brian rallied to Radwood.
3: He did the the 50-year And storm. he wasn't on the
2: la- or the two podcasts ago because he was working on his car. Yeah dude yeah. i went i went kind of
0: all in i don't know you know you kind of like yeah you went full kind of uh, like you know step back like what just happened oh radwood yeah i fucking bought a car and like did the whole <laughs> fucking thing and fixed it and drove it down there. by the way full deal.
2: story told about you on uh, the smoking tire today by Manuel Cario. i gotta i gotta hear it i haven't heard it yeah he
0: told the whole story hopefully he really dug into me and made me feel bad about myself
2: yeah, he. Um, no, not really. I oh, mean, okay. He he said exactly what you think he would say. Dude, like, you know he man, bought a nineteen hundred dollar car, like yeah. Corvette. Yeah, it's a total piece of shit, but it's fucking rad. He freaking it's awesome. loves that
0: thing more. I feel like I should give it to the him, him again. The only C4 he's ever
2: driven, <laughs> and it makes him want a C4 more. More well, now. No, he want, He's
0: always liked. He them, always has. And so yeah. that's why he was stoked to drive and, it that and first day. And then he
2: said it didn't let him down, and he's like, it makes him want one more. Yeah. Yeah, he should definitely
1: take it for an extended test drive. Yep. Yeah.
0: You uh, know,
2: uh, Brian,
1: is it weird and I'm I'm being very very honest here, like I really do want a, a, a C4ZR1 and I would consider buying one in the next year or whatever, but like would it be weird for me to have like a super nice CR1, a ZR1 and then you have that thing like I just feel no, awkward about it. No way. It'd be fine. <laughs> It'd be fine. I think
0: it you feel with,
2: like the chump, dude, you spend how many times yeah. 10 times more than dude, 20 grand
0: on that topic. I before was saying that the ZR1 is pretty awesome. I mean, you look at the interior, the seats—they're the pretty special. The motor looks insane. motor's crazy, and it's got the you know obvious heritage of how it was all built and everything, um, and an amazing performance at the time. Dude, driving mine for a little bit, I'm over the ZR1. I think that you could get because you can get the other ones like a reasonable one for like six grand, uh, and because it, like the LS swap stuff is so easy, like. The ZR1, that motor has got to be a little expensive, bit right? expensive. Expensive. Yeah. And. I don't think it's a collector, it, car, prob- as yeah, to it's collector car. car. Yeah, it's a collector car. Yeah, like I think you could buy a regular, a, a su- spend eight grand on a super nice one. How about like Jordan's and then just wait, car, dude. wait for the time? Yeah, the Jordan's. He's got His the six so nice, the six speed and yeah. the good Grand Sport motor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like three thirty horse. I and think. then and then when you need it, you just put in an LS later that's like super cheap and you know parts up the wazoo. Like all that matters is that you got the V8 up front. Like whatever, dude. Just make it reliable and good. Like like, the difference between whatever V8 you can build and the ZR1 special shit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not that big, in my
1: opinion. That's yeah. so that's well, how about- many of them have you driven, though? Well, that's yeah, thing, I was right? going to say. Like you want, uh, but, I mean, you how much the- better could it be,
0: really? I think
2: it's like a – it 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 probably is one of those it, – it, like it, – that car is all about that motor. And I think that motor is, is probably something special. Yeah, but you know, compared higher, to – it It has more of, like, a – it's more of a sports car motor than like a truck motor you know it's less about that torque it's more about revving it and yeah I think it just has a, a specialness to it I'm guessing yeah, it, I could it could neither, be it could be either so I don't know but you know German cars with <laughs> 350s and stuff and it it seems like it would just be it' have more of that sense of occasion
0: Thank part you. of the appeal for me is with the an American sports car is Dirt Torque. cheap and reliable and yeah. whatever you know, like VA. no nonsense. And I feel like you could, you know, you have that with a regular one. Actually, yeah, but I mean, the there's... ZR1 is. I don't know. I'm, you know, it's just kind of off the cuff stuff. I've never, I've never driven a ZR1. Yeah, there's so I don't downsides
2: know. to like having a bespoke motor too, where uh, yeah, things go wrong. It's not just a, uh, it's it's not just like oh, I'll just buy another junkyard motor. And no,
0: I guess I guess the uh, another component of this is mine is a shit example and i've found it's pretty freaking fun dude like Mm -hmm. once i get it you know now that i've gotten the handling is like almost you know there to let's talk about that
2: so you you got you got all the hydraulics all kind of sit like fixed. yeah i got a drivable yeah and then you brakes are working fine you you drove down to morrow bay and you met up with the guys for the 50 year year storm rally to radwood yeah and and uh, I think I, I I did talk
0: about it a little bit on the last podcast, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah. At Radwood. Yeah, at Radwood. Oh, okay. um, but I mean, you know, long story short was the uh the driving was super fun. Like it 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 motored, it was the the handling was off for sure. Um but I found out after you know, on the way home after doing some fixes uh on the road that uh you know, I I it was the right wheel bearing. Yeah, uh, so
2: let's talk about that. Post So post-Radwood, we went back to our house. We had a big, we had the Rad house. Yeah, so and, I'll just go. Uh, I'll, Where I'll everyone's partying. And you're, uh, I went outside after we were podcasting. You missed the podcast. Yeah. And we go outside. and Dude, you First have the,
3: of all, Brian decides to do all the work in the front.
2: Yeah, I know. On we the street, and we driveway. had a big driveway.
3: A fucking back driveway that was with fully well lit. I was lit private. Well
0: I I just pulled into the house. I had, it's not a decision I made. I had no, no but idea. But I told that there you, I'm like, giant, pull it on the side
3: and you're I was like, like I, why move your we, car? I know.
0: We I, had a you crazy know, was, driveway. There was a, there was an entire in, like huge field to Dude, park we had in a, and a, we, a back, had, we could have had a Radwood at our house. I know, seriously. Um, I I wasn't expecting that. I had no idea. Yeah. All I knew was, before saying anything to anybody, I needed to park. Right. So I parked there,
2: and then, you know. So you had the car up on jack stands in the driveway, and so all I, I know is you were very... Everyone was telling me that Brian's very frustrated, that everyone's watching him. And <laughs> Let me just tell the story later. Yeah, it's, yeah, go yeah, for yeah, it. Okay, that so,
0: the, so I do the rally, um, and driving the car pretty hard, and then... Uh, it's later, you know, uh, it's as I'm pulling into around the Venice area where I'm starting to hear some clunking that sounds pretty bad. And on the rally, I had been told that my rear wheel was kind of like shifting a bit. And I was saying that the handling was a little funky and, uh, in my, in the process of getting an alignment, they said that there was uh, something in the rear suspension. I was conflating two different uh items into one and that I had thought they said it was an upper ball joint in the rear and so I was uh, you know I was thinking that that was the issue with uh the handling um and then when I started hearing the clunking down in Venice I was like a little concerned like things are really it's getting pretty bad when I had texted you guys Critical parts are failing. Yeah. I'm barely going to make it. Wasn't it wasn't
2: just the battery. It wasn't the
0: battery as much as it was the rear. Being scared that the rear wheel was going to fall off. Um, so minor, minor detail. I get it. I get it to uh to Radwood, and I'm showing it, and you know, I'm just talking with a few people about some of the things with the car, and notably that one. And they're like, well, let's jack it up and see. And nobody nobody has a jack there. So the, the reason why I missed the podcast is I stopped at Harbor Freight on the way home to get a jack, some jack stands, and uh, actually a uh, giant um, uh, ratchet strap for like tying down heavy loads. Because I know that that's what the Baja guys use when they break suspension parts. They'll just ratchet strap everything together and get home. And I was thinking <laughs> yeah. if they could do it at Baja One Thousand, I could do it. If I have a bad ball joint, I'll do that just to be safe in case it fails. Because um, sometimes those aren't easy to just replace. I in. know
2: what happens when a ball joint fails. <laughs> right. Yeah. Even worse on the front. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, then fast forward. I'm. I have it up on jack stands. At, at the house and uh come to find out I pulled the wheel off and it's just a sway bar end link. Uh it's basically lost the bushing or jumped off the bushing um and that's what's making the noise. So it's like whew, breath of relief. that's not going to explain the movement. That doesn't explain the movement, but it wasn't like the knocking. That's, that's the knocking the that I was heard. In that was the in the rear. Oh, that's in the rear. Too. Yeah. Okay. Um it just happened to be on the same side. So uh but then also testing uh the the, wiggling, the movement w- oh, yeah. uh the wheel bearings, uh we're moving too much. Um and
2: any uh, movement is too much. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah yeah. I but I mean it does go through stages of in the failure where it like starts making sounds and all mm-hmm. that. Uh and I've I've been there with you know other cars. Um so it wasn't making any sounds. I I, I think you know when we looked at it, uh, racing Ali was with me looking at it. We thought I could have made it home and we wouldn't have to be too oh, concerned. Yeah. yeah. Um But we just called around, and there's when you're in LA, there's a million auto parts stores, and they're all open super late. Uh, third one, uh, we actually found a whole hub assembly, uh, which is what you buy, and the instructions looked pretty straightforward. I had people there to help, so let's do it. So. Uh, you know, we go into full race mode, but we're like doing repairs to get back on the road. Um, and, uh, Ali was stoked about it and, and then people randomly would come by. You mentioned lane that Andrew I, that people were saying that, uh, oh, I was yeah. out there pissed that everybody, yeah. dude, at one point I'm looking up and there's fucking 15 people standing around and, and uh, every, I know, here, I know here's what M- happens. Dude. MC3
2: Manuel Carrillo is just like videotaping the whole thing for Corvette forums. Dude,
0: actually that proved and I heard helpful it helped. at one point. Yeah. So, uh, first off, let me just say that what I was frustrated about was I'm sitting there working Working. through it, you know, like trying to find a wrench when I I don't know everyone's well, it's not even the heckling that was bugging me. It's like, there would be a random person that would walk up every fucking two minutes and say, what are you doing? Oh, what's wrong? And it's like, dude, just fucking leave me alone. That's exactly why I I didn't come here Just get out of here. 100%. And it was, but it was fine onesie twosie and it was actually a joy to work with other people and it was a super helpful thing, you know, to have extra hands and hugo was getting under there Hugo's rad dude he's so rad yeah. and then dude, uh, hugo
1: made some killer guacamole true, by he right. yeah. the truth he does yeah
0: andrew from auto off topic was was there
2: brad yeah, he was like brad from auto off topic was like end, giving hollers like andrew was under the car with Straight you up, dude. yeah
0: yeah yeah and uh so that that was great that was a lot of fun and then uh yeah while Manuel Carrillo was uh was videotaping yeah which I just agreed to. It was fine. Whatever. (laughs) um, uh, You know, like, people would be making comments, so... You know, the bushing or the, the, there was a little dust cap that wasn't fitting right. And I was like, damn, dude, this thing's a little tough. And somebody comments like, oh yeah, well, that's supposed to be when you actually do disassemble the whole thing. Uh This is how it all fits together. It's like, oh, well, that's helpful. And then there was like three different comments.
2: Uh, and, and you know, they actually helped. Yeah. I heard there was one where you were, they were miss, you like, I don't know where to put this thing. That, yeah and uh, like straight up like he oh yeah no that's right form.
0: yeah it was a it was a little o-ring
2: or a yeah, big was, o-ring exactly. and we, we like couldn't and figure They're like, out. no you have to take it off and put it in from behind yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and dude. you did it and it worked, worked. You no know, within like three minutes they answered that's amazing like, it was live, amazing yeah. <laughs>
0: live video they were on the corvette forum watching me do this dude and then they were giving me advice so <laughs> i was like ai dude, dude it was straight like from the future <laughs> yeah
2: that was pretty. That was cool. so cool. Um, and, and you got it all done. We, yeah, we got it all together. I and, mean, I know I went to bed. When did we go to bed? Eleven we're, or like something. Eleven thirty so, or something. Yeah, and you were still kind of cleaning, cleaning up, up and everything. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And then I was like, I, I was like, I just got done and washed my hands enough to be like. You know, last man standing—the one guy that's not drunk, basically. Uh, you know, while everybody was going to bed. So you I, bail I, I, or I you did spent the night? No, I spent the night, oh, okay. and then just woke up super early. Yeah, Warren and I were
2: wondering. We're like,
3: "Oh, Brian, bail or yeah. what
2: happened, dude?" Because yeah. we got up
3: at, before sunrise and you were
1: gone. Yeah. So
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I
1: heard. I heard you start the car because my room was right there.
0: <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, you
2: were yes. the front. Huh? I didn't. Really oh, I walked out. Either. So I walked out to like see Matt with his dick out pissing on the lawn that oh that's
3: cool. good um <laughs> why was he doing that because <laughs> well, they were in the garage you can't do it with your dick in so. allegedly 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 yeah.
0: um <clears throat> oh and so it drove way better uh yeah, so the, the handling was less way sketchy. less sketchy
3: cool and i like made it all way the way, way home More without, predictable no more issues after that i mean you made you it at home. home yeah um Can you, you drove the car the, to podcast tonight Yes, I did. Uh, I oh, mean, so that's saying j- the no more issues issue, is going though? a little too far. Well, I mean, you didn't end up having to make more repairs on the side of the I road. I did. <laughs> that's uh, right. That's Our uh, right.
2: brings up a good point. How about the start, the charge, the battery, and everything? I got home totally fine. Uh, Put a new battery in it, or no? No, I didn't. Whoa! I,
0: I so I had bought a jumper pack just in case, um, but then I get to my house and as i'm backing it into kind of a tight little spot it stalls and won't start so i have the battery issue at home like right when i get yeah,
2: home. yeah so dude you- so i
1: i, I talked to rick about that rick radcliffe um and i i'm like all right dude he's got a fully like a, a functional charging system he's getting 14 volts on the on the uh, alternator and you got a new battery i'm like what the hell could be wrong he's like a bad ground yeah That's bad ground for sure yeah. So I mean, because especially because it's intermittent like that, and sometimes yeah. the jump
2: thing works, and sometimes yeah, like it doesn't. you just have to clean the ground, huh? Or all, replace go, it. go go to all the grounds and just replace and clean all the wires or replace them. Yeah, all, like all, the main all, chassis, all that, ride, that is it.
0: Yeah. Um, so
2: Rick Radcliffe is—he uh, was on our mini one of our uh, halfies a couple of months ago, but he um, runs an auto shop at a school like a, a high school oh now, that's right down in uh, southern california he showed up in the civic yeah yeah, yeah, civic yeah SI cool. and he was at uh, radwood and he's uh he's uh, going on the coastal ranger Rally as well In his 914
3: just have him follow brian
2: yes
0: that'd be great <laughs> um just yeah. pick up all the farts <laughs> yeah, <up>. yeah exactly <laughs> one, one other detail too is that uh my battery's like it's low spec, and it was like it's like 550 cranking amps or something, cold cranking amps, which is pretty low. Pretty low, huh? Yeah. Like when I, and I don't, I don't even know how to look. I was having trouble finding like an official spec. I oh, found I a lot of forum posts. I can give it to you uh, where people are talking about like over a thousand cranking amps, which is like you. I can't find any batteries like that. No. But uh, you know, it's common to find uh, 750 yeah. uh, cranking amps, and then like you know. Or, or or cold cranking amps and then eight seventy uh, cranking amps and mm-hmm. so I I don't know if I I could be under spec there too but it does feel like there's something wrong that would only affect but
3: starting <clears> yeah like not cold cranking amps but not dying like that
0: like well no I stalled it it's not it's not dying that's not the problem once it started starting is the oh, problem oh you stalled it yeah
3: oh, okay it's
0: it's it's yeah. once it stalls uh, I can't restart it.
2: Huh. Then that could yeah. be it. Maybe. I think it's very likely, yeah. Like, I remember 920. Just, just the battery, you're saying? 928s have, like, a, it's basically a boat battery. It's so big, you know? It's like Dude, 800, this a, 850
3: cold cranking amps or something crazy This like is a that.
2: really small, physical size battery. It's, you might it's, have an undersized battery.
3: I mean, it could yeah. It could be. That's All modern about. cars have, well, yeah, pretty high cranking amps, 900. Dude, I remember the Jetta had, like, 800. Yeah, because yeah. diesels Diesel, are high
2: compression. yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm like right on the fence. Uh, and actually even Patrick, uh, hooked me up with, uh, one of the dudes from Matt's party, uh, was, uh, I guess he's a rep for Optima and may have been able to get something there, but Optima doesn't even make the size that I need. So, uh, I'm back to, you know, uh, just whatever I can buy. Um, I should, I should probably, I have a Walmart battery right now that's brand new. Uh, and I don't know if I can get credit for it if I take it back in and upgrade, um but yeah. There's not many Walmarts around either. It's kind of a pain yeah, in the just Not if I've ever been one. Well. By an interstate. Yep. Um but then the, the so uh if, if we're kind of talking project updates here, the real pain in the ass with my car right now is uh my fucking door lock on my driver's side. So I oh, yeah. i I have described earlier Well and uh, your passenger side, right? Yeah, the passenger it's side too, but it's like the driver's side is really hurting me because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can basically lock myself in the car and not get out without disassembling the sunroof. So, can you buy a new oh, lock assembly? I, mean, I, I don't know. I guess I should just look that up. Yeah. So,
3: you're going Dukes of Hazard out the sunroof?
0: I would have to. Oh. If, because in combination with my battery dying too, like, if I shut the car off with both windows up, I can't get out. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah. So, so in that scenario, I either. Turn the key to start the car again, and I'm good, because I can roll a window down. Or what if it doesn't start? I then basically have to uh I have to cro- disassemble
1: the car to get out. I don't
0: remember know.
2: the was it C6? We well, can lower the window
1: without starting the car.
2: Well, if it has power, it's, yeah, it's electric. So. It's power windows. But remember well. the uh was it C6s where the the guy like died in his Corvette because they have electric oh, doors. Yeah. They're actually like an electric, it's not just a, it's not a mechanical latch, and he was, died in the parking lot in his car because he couldn't get out. Jesus. Yeah, yeah there like is an override. The
1: There's a manual override
0: down there, low, but is. he didn't know it was there. Yeah, he didn't yeah.
2: know it was there, though. Yeah.
3: That's crazy. Um,
2: it's
0: a major pain in the ass, but <clears> yeah, Warren, maybe you're going to drive it
3: for me, uh, the Cars and Coffee? God. Well, <laughs> uh, this episode comes out after the cars coffee, but He's going he's gonna to be wearing that jumpsuit he wore at Radwood. Just this is like, a horrible, also, like, your Project Car update to then say, like, I can't get out of the car. Like, if it doesn't start, I'm trapped. <laughs> hey, do you want to drive my car? Yeah. Just
2: bring a hammer. <laughs> Break the window. I mean, if I mean, the
3: window's yeah. down,
0: I can reach out and open it. Yeah. From the passenger side only. What? Because the driver's door is permanently <laughs> locked. So whether it's outside handle <laughs> or not, God, this it car. makes it difficult. <laughs> How much money do you
3: plan on putting into this car? Dude, it's, he's past that. You're going all the way. He's past. No, that. I'm
0: not going all the way. No, but he's just kidding? driving it. And no, I'm just a the little... minimum, the all minimum right. amount of money possible. <laughs> <Yeah. basically. laughs> doors, batteries, he's steering racks. Fun. It's, 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 all it's time is the biggest thing. <laughs>
3: Time is a thing, too. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I, you know, it's like I would like to fix... I don't care how much I spend on this door lock thing. I want it fixed,
2: really. Yeah, but yeah. it's like so I just don't have time I know. to get For to sure. it. As long as he has enough money to buy his Salem cigarettes and his fucking Budweiser, he's good, dude. <laughs> so, Brian, is is the door
1: permanently locked or is it just just like the latch not... Like, like is it frozen or like is it It's sem-
0: semi-permanently locked. Uh, it was it was locked uh, you know i went to the dmv to get the vin verification that's when it happened it all of a sudden it was locked and i couldn't unlock it with the key or by uh handling you know messing with it from the inside panel um then uh i took it to get aligned somehow during the process of the alignment it became unlocked. Wait, it's mechanical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? I don't Something's understand. Something's broken. What's happening. There's a little lever that's broken. It's just. I mean, I'm. I look down and I can, I can see the action working, and I can see the action working on the passenger side, which is working yeah, for the yeah. most part. Um, and it's very part. hard to understand exactly. So you just what, have
2: to take the door panel off. Yeah, I mean that's you know, the next yeah. step. You know, these
0: are you know yeah. ideally I would have done and all you didn't of this. Get
2: but any of the stuff from that parts car? I'm guessing.
0: Well, the parts car actually, he did a. Uh, he deleted the door handles. He shaved the door handles. He had like a yeah, which I did. I didn't even want to mess with any of that. Or I or I would have like just stolen the doors. I think Hmm. crazy, but fun to drive. And when it has the uh uh, you know, with the rear wheel bearing replaced, way more predictable. And uh, you know, like I I took a few little detours on the on the road home from Radwood and um. it's kind of a blast in a weird yeah. way it's still it's you know not
3: it's not Fire my style. ideal
0: driving style right. like i i you know i've said before it's the whole long and low thing which uh i'm i wouldn't uh tend to go towards, but I can appreciate it um also side note uh on the way home, I stopped at the autocross too just because my route randomly went like right by it uh the autocross and marina and um i saw alex as he was driving away in his gtv and i saw Stephen goldine on his little race car
3: they didn't let
2: me pay to just do a quick run though all my shit
3: not how it works (laughs) that would have been that would have been amazing though yeah
2: do any of us have project updates i don't
3: think i do oh really um Yeah, it's kind of a a weird story, but I I was very close to buying a car Thursday before Radwood. Whoa. I was looking at BRZO on my couch. Yeah. After work, like six PM Thursday. We're going to Radwood the next morning, yeah. yeah. And um Oh shoot, no, I take it back. It was Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. And can I just say I thought you were like hinting that you were gonna buy
0: a car? Earlier on, like in the weeks and months before Radwood, you were kind of like hinting that you were really looking. I
3: I was, for sure. And I've been looking. And so, BRZO search, Volvo 940 Turbo Wagon comes up in Sunnyvale, white on black leather, like the high spec. It's an automatic. One owner, up until this guy bought it seven months ago, purchased new at Smythe, original paint. It's in really good condition. Like all OE parts, everything like it ticks all the boxes as I'm reading yeah. it. Um, it's local, you know. I'm look. I have like a nationwide search, and this one's like in our backyard, and it's only been posted a day ago. It's top of the market, thirty two fifty is what he's asking, but still, it's like that's the nicest turbo? one, turbo, huh. automatic, that's, that's on, and black leather was rare. It's usually this shitty cloth or tan or whatever. So here it is, white. It's got the good, you know, kind of throwing star wheels or whatever the yep. the what is this called? The Hydras. Um, totally stock, good looking, good looking wagon. And so, did you already say how many miles? 165,000. And, but really well cared for, you know, stack of records, blah, blah, blah. So I call the guy and I, first I look at it and I'm thinking, I think I have to buy this car. Like, I don't know. I get that weird feeling. Yeah. You know? Like, like oh, feel this like,
0: actually. I don't have an excuse. Like, right? Like, this
3: is like, gosh, shit. I'm sure. Like, three thousand dollars buys it. It's a forty five minute drive. Like, oh, you know, I've been needing. I'm talking about replacing the Mighty Max with something utilitarian and kind of cool and radwood ish. And here it is. So I call him, or no, I email him, and he calls me back, and it's like nine o'clock on Wednesday. And he said that someone is supposed to come and look at it tomorrow night, but they're not really committed. So if you want to come, you can come check it out. But here we are, like you know, I have to work all day, then get our, my shit together and pack, and like we're leaving at before sunrise on Friday. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about I'm like I just won't work. Even if I wanted to buy it, I didn't have someone to come with me to take me there and drive it. You know, like I only have myself to go. Oh, well you
0: can reach you out and a friend.
3: No, but Lane had already left. Yeah. You had left. Oh, I mean, I really, it was too tight, you know? And so I told him like, I can't make it tomorrow, but if it's still there on Monday, like I'll come and check it out. But in the meantime, I got the VIN and uh, I ran a Carfax on it and it showed delivered new to New York and in an accident at 15,000 miles oh. with, quote-unquote, another vehicle, no details past that. Then it was sold at an auction in, like, Pacific Northwest and eventually made it down to the Bay Area in, like, 94 or 5. Like, mm. you know, very early on in its history. But right there, his little claim of, like, Bay Area car, all perfect paint. Smythe. Smythe. and, yeah, and straight-up lies, well, dude. No, he didn't know. Uh. So whoever he bought it from told him that. And I said... I texted him. I said, hey, uh, just so you know, the car looks like it was delivered new, new in New York. and was in an accident. I mean, it was at 15,000 miles. It's, now it has 165, and it's 20 years later. I'm yeah, yeah, super yeah. worried about it 25 years later. But I uh, just want to let you know. He goes, "That's that cannot be... That's what he wrote me back. That, that cannot be. And I go, okay, well, all right, see ya. <laughs> I'm not making this later. up. And he goes, it was purchased new in Smythe. And I go, all right, let me take some screenshots and send it to you, the Carfax. So I did. And he, and he's like, huh? And I never responded after that. And um, so right then I was totally, I wasn't turned off from the car, but it wasn't as like burning. Yeah, 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 it you... like, ugh. I, was I mean, if it was for you a to manual, walk away. <laughs> one thing. Maybe, yeah. But and this. and it wasn't like I needed a car tomorrow or else I didn't have a way to go anywhere. Like, it's still a thing of convenience. So, the weekend went by. On my drive home from Radwood, he texted, car sold. So, it sold for $3,000. bucks. is gone. Yeah. But... I kind of felt a little relieved. I, I don't know why. I just. Well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's know, sketchy history. Yeah, it had a little bit of a, it's not a not sketchy, not I super mean, sketchy. An accident. I mean, dude, and it, it doesn't like say it was totaled or anything. No, no dude. No. I mean, you get little inklings
0: of stuff, and it's like this guy doesn't know what he has and whatever. I he mean, also that's said enough. He was it's like, not, a, you, you're looking for the perfect story, right? Was, that was looking at the car. It could have been a beautiful car. You know. Yeah,
3: I mean, the only thing it had was dented hood that said someone had sat on it, and I was like, okay, but. Yeah, you know, that could be Denver, BS too. And then he's a Volvo guy. He's like, he's owned a bunch of Volvos. He was telling me about it. And, um, he only bought this one seven months ago and he was definitely flipping it, you know? Yeah. So I want to be the guy that's buying it to flip it. I don't want right. to buy it from the flipper. You yeah. Know? Um, True. and then the, the question mark with the New York, um, ownership was just a little weird. Mm-hmm. So, and that just like Art would say, you know, that, that complicates it on when you go to sell it down the road. Um, but it was definitely that that moment of like, "Oh fuck, like I think I gotta buy this car like I told yeah. my wife that, and she's like, really what is it and And yeah. I showed her, you know, and of that course that was really just weird last though minute.
1: as a flipper though, you'd think that he would be checking car taxes regularly, right?
3: I thought so too. I mean, maybe he's <laughs> just kind of old school and took the people's word for it. um I don't know, but yeah, it was a little weird um it was by far the nicest nine forty I've seen in a long time, and um so this brings me to my next conundrum, which is why we're on this podcast, trying to get kind of a daily driver, you know, something that I don't I need to drive my E30 every day for and something that's, you know, usable and maybe more modern. And so that's where I'm having a little bit of a problem. E-golf. E-golf. You might like it actually. Dude. No, I think I would. Because actually I've been driving, I've been daily driving a smart electric. It'd be way better than that. For sure. But there's a lot to be said for the electric life. Yeah. It's quiet, dude. It's, you as a GTI lover, yeah. But that's pretty I expensive, think would like right? this driver. Driver. I mean, rights. think of the dollars that go out for that year of ownership. What classic car, or not classic, but used car, I could buy. It's
0: pretty cheap, though, right? You can get a. I mean, it's definitely more cost effective mileage. if you consider if you have a longer commute mm-hmm. and you're you know you're offsetting the cost of gas. Yeah. You know,
2: but the I, leases are pretty good, right? Your, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah I'm and paying. You're like, paying for more mileage too. Yeah, I'm like two hundred ish. Yeah, and you can get it for probably one sixty. So two
0: like, cars- that was zero zero down, basically.
3: Two cars come to mind, and based on my where I work, um, what I have access to in parts and like knowledge is Mercedes-Benz and BMW. And for four thousand bucks, I can buy a W211 E350 with steel springs and all the bells and whistles with like 150,000 miles and we see them at the shop go 220,
2: 250. This yeah, dude. This is a specific steel car? Or
3: steel springs. That, this is V6. a specific car. No, this is just the market. Just straight yeah. up, yeah. So V6, um, very well-known engine, good transmissions. No air um, suspension to worry about. Yep, decent looking. Very high level equipped for what? Yeah. For the money, right? It was a $50,000 car. Man whams, yeah. Right. And I'm not in love with that option, but when I drive, I'm like, I could definitely do this. Yeah, and their the price I, is right. The I love one, that option. Yeah, the next one is uh, an E46 manual, something sportier, like 330 or something. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I think you're a two, two
3: eleven, 211. 211 on a daily basis? Yeah, because
2: you already have the 325i. Dude, right?
3: us? And yeah. I think
2: it, if you have the E46, like what, you buy a 328i or something like that? A 330i. A 330i, 323, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it kind of like takes away from your e30
3: in a way yeah it's like duplicating it's it. too close right yeah it's
2: like the same purpose yeah where you want to have that like you want to have that hop in go to the store with and throw andrew in the back and not car. think about it and uh, yeah you want the car with an automatic you want the car with a lazy you know cruiser yeah just
0: a cruiser Dude, and us and all of the podcast listeners have been waiting for the day when you get an S class again. Actually, yeah, you need a waft waft in general. Yeah, you do. I mean, I don't know why you're not considering the S, but Um, it seems like more bells and
3: whistles. Yeah, V8. I don't need a V8, but you can get a six in some models. Yeah, but I want to go modern, you know. And then you're going like that same generation of the 211 in an S class is pretty problematic. Um, No steel spring option. Why no E39? Um I'm op- I'm open to that but I just thought it'd be kind of like kind of like the E30 argument is you're going with the same general idea right
2: And the automatic in the W211 is probably better than the E39 it is. automatic It's way better.
3: Way yeah, the longer automatic lasting.
2: And E39 is known for kind of They going, die at like 90,000 miles. bad at 80 and 90,000, yeah. 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 yeah I don't know.
3: Yeah, um hmm. if I found a manual E39 that would be one thing. Um, and I do look for those like a sport 6-cylinder. Um, they're kind of in that same budget, but you know, maybe the automatics a better option for the daily. Lexus LS400
1: man, even 430 you can get for 4 grand.
2: How about an Lexus GS uh is it GS300?
3: The, the six cylinder out of the Supra,
2: yeah, with the rear wheel drive,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're
2: pretty quick, actually.
3: They are, yeah. You they're a little that, hard to find, and they're an auto. They've gotten a little bit more difficult to find okay. without
2: being like beat up. I just remember, our a buddy, uh, Charlie Yo, had one.
3: Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, um, Dude, yeah. I feel, I, I'm kind of open to that too. I feel like a
0: lot of these cars are just your commute is so tiny. Yeah, your day to day is like so short.
3: I've been driving a smart car for a week and I haven't charged it.
0: I mean, these kind of feel like big hulking cars for that.
3: That's that's worn, dude. But I also need a car that is safer for child uh, transporting. That's kind of the other. That's the big angle. And when I when I told yeah, the guys at work that I was looking at this Volvo or thinking about it, this was on the Thursday, you know. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of thinking about this car, and they were, they just thought I was crazy. They're like, "What are you talking about? What what would they recommend? Two Eleven, the Mercedes? Yeah, for sure." 100%. And he's like, you could buy this for, like, $1,000 more. And you get a 211 with has, as, you know, he's naming off all the features. And then, like, safety-wise, I'm like, ah, safety-wise, like, they're pretty close. No. like
0: Dude, you absolutely should get a Mercedes.
3: It's not even close to safe. Like, you, there's no comparison between the two. I wish there was. I wish I could sit here and say, old Volvo's are tanks, and they'll beat up anything. No. They were great no. at the time compared to all the other shitboxes. Yeah, they, but they
2: had advanced safety comparably. Totally. For the year. Yeah. But when you're looking at a 10-year-newer car, it's going to be totally different. Yeah. I'm still eight on year the newer I, or whatever. It is. I would still go
1: e-golf in this scenario, dude. I mean, especially because, like, yeah, I mean, you're paying for a lease. But, like, at the end of the day, when you go and resell this W211, like, um, what are you going to sell it for? A couple grand maybe. And then you probably have put maybe well over that into it, like, over the course of the ownership. I mean, that's like,
3: definitely the risk. But, right. A brand new car seems so unnecessary. I just don't know. But
1: the e-golf is, I mean, but it, you want something safe. You want something comfortable. You want something that's practical. It's a hatchback and it's like right. easier to park and like Yeah, it's but good for it, warranty. doesn't city deal part. with
2: any of that stuff and he doesn't live in the city. We live in Sanity. Well, Gris. he
1: might. That's what he's saying, right? Like you might want to, you know, when you do venture out occasionally and like. Um, yeah, but when but he the,
2: ventures out, he can't drive can't, the e-golf. Can't take to the e-golf. City. And I might so, want to
3: like take it to.
2: And or go to the
3: airport. Or, yeah, or like uh, if I want to. Yeah, exactly. Something comes so up. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I want to go to or, podcast. I'm going to jump in a car yeah, you, you, in San Francisco. Like, you can't it would be take the eagle. Mercedes. And you also,
2: if you want to, I don't know, take Andrew to the aquarium or something. You you mm. can't you do can't it. Can't do it, dude. You have to have a car that you can do that in. I know. And I'm and not. It's going to just
3: mob. I'm not in love with the idea of having to charge, even though I don't drive a lot on the daily basis. But having to be cognizant of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Since you don't have that that daily commute. I think yeah. an Eagle, yeah. is kinda out. I agree. I, I do like the
3: thought though, because I would be happy with owning an e for sure. Yeah. Like, I like the interiors and yeah. how they drive. I but...
2: just think you have those enough of those days, you're like, Hey, let's go to Half Moon Bay. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna take my car, you know, 100. Uh, let's go I wanna go I'm gonna I'm gonna drive to the airport
3: to or how about I wanna to go, go fly, look so. at another car yeah. and it's in Modesto. Yep. I can't do that with an eagle, Yeah. And then my day, my quote unquote daily, like get around car is limited by that.
2: And like you said, your work is dealing with those cars. So we have so parts you have for those cars. I have and like you have have, parts and do do I have everything. a transmission,
3: I have intake manifolds, I have like all sorts of shit just sitting on the shelf, dude. W211 all day, okay. yeah.
0: Whatever your shop guys recommend is what I would go. I would probably go V8 Super Baller, like
2: uh, S500 or something. Wait, are you going 211 or 210? I forgot.
3: 211. Okay, yeah, 210s are cool. Two ten. I, I thought about an E fifty five. Two ten E fifty five. No, they're N-A. pretty dated feeling when you. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, they're.
2: But they're good. Those are supposed to be really reliable and everything.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. I, for that, I'm almost double the price for a good one. Like I think they're grand? like close mm-hmm. to eight or nine, where I okay. can get like, especially at auction, I can get a two eleven for like $3, four grand. So then it's finding like the right colors and package and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sports nice. Those five five star wheels are good. The right cognac to put in the back, exactly. So yeah. that's my project car update. I mean, nice. not my car. Yeah, I did live with that 300ce uh, for the weekend. That was pretty cool. That was all right. Yeah, I like that.
0: What do you think about convertible life?
3: Um, I like it, especially this time of year. You know, it's not too hot. Yeah. Um, but with the with the top up, it wasn't like that's an older car now and it buffets around and makes some noise and you know, creaky, a little bit creaky, but that car is pretty impressive. It felt more solid than you would think it's a, that's a good car. Um, but I was, I was saying like on our drive up with, you know, Jason Camisa and his E30 touring and, and then art and his sec is like, this, my car is like a piece of shit. Right. But, um, no, I mean, I didn't lift the hood once, I didn't have to touch it, you know, it everything worked pretty well. Just the stereo. No stereo. God, what a dummy. I got a new phone before Radwood. And we're we're uh we all met up and then we're basically cruising down, down California and I <coughs> get my phone out, I'm gonna listen to a podcast. I have my headphones, like whatever, that's fine. Go to plug in my headphones. Oh, no headphone jack on my oh, phone. Oh, dude.
2: Such a dummy. Stupid Apple.
3: Stupid Apple, seriously. Stupid, stupid me, though, for not just buying the little nine dollars. Yeah, but that plug. dongle's so fucking that's annoying, dude. I know. So that's why you buy the I borrowed Is one, one from uh, Shaheen. And by the way, Shaheen with the fucking caricature drawings at Radwood.
2: Oh yeah, dude.
3: Brilliant. That was pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, so good. Yeah, he was did he have an good time? time or what? Right? Did he have a good time? Oh, he dude? loved it. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's he's a he's a super cool dude. He's a he's very open minded. So like, he's not a car guy, but he loves to learn. Like about everything and like to for him to like uh See to draw car shit and, and to be what's yeah it's just, and he loves 80 stuff and he loves and he's a music guy so he he was he was having a ball dude he, he he had a great time even after even when we went uh back to our place like he was drawing everybody you know he yeah was, it was, he was so stoked. cool i love rick's Oh, that one was so good. That was hilarious. Yeah.
0: I, we like were dying of laughter. I, dude. I, like, heard,
1: I was out working on the car and I
0: dude, heard you guys cracking, Brad's just showing
2: uh, us the four pictures. Like, I didn't even see me. that one coming. And I love Brad's. It says DWA in the background because he thought he <laughs> yeah, was part of DWA. Perfect. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. It's amazing. And then he shows, uh, cams and cams just all beak. And then he goes in now. Rick and everyone just starts dying
3: dude oh, that was down. amazing it was so good so man.
1: good my favorite thing is like we're we're just you know we're all pretty toasty just kind of chilling kind of tired and drunk and and um he, there was a little moment of silence and like ever like as he had it in his hand and he was looking at um uh maggie right is his girlfriend's name yeah and uh and uh and brad's like maggie this is going to go in your house. <laughs> you're just like dying, dude. It was so good. And it, it, like cam like collapsed to the ground and he was like roll, he like was rolling I mean, around, look at
3: give it one look and that's that's Rick like oh, you yeah. nailed it. Totally. Yeah, I
2: mean, that's the caricature artist. You're you're looking for that one like major defining feature. Feature mm-hmm. and you you exaggerate that feature, right? So, yeah, it's so good. Nailed it. Yeah, so good, dude. Dude, so um,
1: speaking of Benzos, uh, should I go to my, uh, update? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the 500 SCC purred along, um, was great. Had, a, you know, it was awesome. Super comfortable. Um, I cruised down, uh, you know, it was with you. So you in the E320, Jason Camisa and the touring, uh, his homie, I think, Josh, in uh, the Milano Verde, which is a really nice uh, car, yeah, super nice car, super minty Alfa Romeo Milano Verde with a original interior. luggage. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's interior got the Recaro LS. Yeah. Super nice. Um, and uh, you know, it was cool, no issues at all. Um, and on the way down, it rolled with Shaheen in the passenger seat. Oh, by the our way, buddy, you're, was forgetting,
3: the... you're forgetting, you're uh, forgetting the Daimler.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, the Daimler Double Six. Yeah, our buddy Derek rolled down in a Daimler Double Six, which. It's a very bizarre car. It's basically an XJ12 Vanden Plus, but for some reason uh, Daimler badged it as a Daimler. It's I I so I'm still the I, I'm so still so confused. I, I looked yeah, it, it up. It's like a Jaguar I, to me. It's it exactly the same. Yeah, it just has a couple little trim pieces that are different and a slightly different
3: grille. He was uh, yeah, he was like, calling out the differences, and it was just like the most minor stuff. Like this one has chrome on the belt line. It's like
1: uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, super random. But um, so yeah, we all cruise down everyone was cool no issues for anyone um i rolled down with shaheen our buddy who's a character artist that we just mentioned in the passenger seat uh all good um so on the way down I, um, my cruise control just randomly decided to fail it was like working perfectly fine and then all of a sudden the car started kind of to like surge and then the it dropped out of cruise control never worked again um I still haven't pursued that I mean you said that maybe it was a vacuum thing which is very likely considering I'm having other vacuum issues with the the HVAC system Yeah um and so on the way back up uh our buddy uh Kevin from AutoWorks Detail rolled with rolled with us in the back seat uh and he fell asleep twice cuz he said <sighs> it was so comfortable just like I, I, like totally dozed off who I was like talking nice. to him and he just like I look back in the rearview mirror he's like out
3: i think that's more of an uh, indication of your uh, conversation skills <laughs> it's that is very
1: likely uh and so so um, you know at one point i wanted to show them that like um you know you can be going, uh, at a theoretical speed of about 115 miles an hour or, you know, 75 and it feels exactly the same. You know, the car's rock solid. And so, um, I was, I went to accelerate and the gas pedal has been, I, I think I showed, uh, Lane when he was in town the other day and we're ripping around town, but the gas pedal kind of gets stuck sometimes. Like it actually, um, like, I don't, it doesn't want to return. Does that make hmm, sense? Like, yeah. It literally gets stuck. And, uh, and if, and sometimes you feel it like kind of click and then other times it full on gets stuck and you have to stomp on it to, to release it. And I, I, it happened when I was doing this little acceleration run and, um, you know, I stomped on it, popped it off and, um, and he said, dude, I know exactly what that is. That my, my, uh, 300e had the same problem and apparently, the pedal assembly has this like little thing that cracks that actually helps return it back. And so that's where it, it like kind of binds and gets stuck and. There's this one guy on YouTube that has all these Mercedes repair videos. You've probably heard of him. Um, and he has like a full on DIY on how to do that. Um, you're better off just replacing the whole pedal because it's all attached. So um, I got to replace that because it is really, really annoying. Um, it, it happens a lot now. Uh, so I think it, you know, I, I broke it further on this trip. Uh, the other thing is, you know, I, ret- I got home. Everything was cool. I dropped the dudes off part of the car in the garage following morning Um I noticed, like, uh, a a little, a little extra fuel smell that didn't exist. And I'm like, it's not the 2002. I opened, I opened it up like, what the fuck is wrong with the (laughs) 2002 again? And, um, and so everything was cool there. But, um, I, I kind of started to sniff around and, um, I traced it to the fuel pump area underneath the, 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 um, the fuel tank and, uh, I lit it up, and it was uh, one of the fuel lines that actually goes from the. It looks like the fuel pressure regulator back there, uh, from the fuel pump to the fuel pressure regulator. It's one of those old braided fuel yeah. lines. And on these cars, it,
3: that the the fuel pump, it's kind of nice. It just it just hangs out underneath the car. You can see it if you're like on yeah. the, on a you know kind of crouched down. And um, so that's kind of nice. You easy know? to change. Yeah, no covers. It's like literally, you can just grab it. You know. Yeah,
1: it's so nice. Yeah, and um, you know, one of those like it could have been like one of those that's inside the tank and requires a whole gigantic fucking ordeal. But uh, but yeah, no, it was, it's great. So um, I did mention to you that um, I noticed recently that when it's really low on fuel, well, I noticed that actually on the trip because I usually don't let it drop that low, but it, it was pretty low and um, I heard the fuel pump. It was very audible and I thought maybe, okay, like maybe my fuel filter is bad and like it's built, you know, getting like some pressure buildup and then that's why maybe that, that hose, um, sort of failed, you know, cause it was kind of shitty and it was like it built up pressure. But you said that, uh, typically the, those can work harder when the fuels uh, yeah. level
2: is lower. Yeah, well, yeah. Of, more heat and everything. I'm thinking
3: that they just, yeah, don't like to be at super low on fuel, but, uh, yeah, cause yeah. that's how you cool
2: the pump is actually pushing yeah, exactly. gas through it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's that.
1: I mean, I got to. Re- I'm gonna replace the line. I mean, maybe multiple lines. Maybe it'll end up at Warren's shop. We'll see. Because I want to get the vacuum stuff sorted. Also, it it runs R12, and um, it it's cool. I, I tested it again on the trip. It it's not cold. It's just cool, and I would like it to blow fucking cold. You know. So, uh so there's that. Um, also, uh, it burned a half a quart in a thousand, and about a little uh under a thousand miles. That's probably um, and typical like, for the, a car like that. Yeah. yeah what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Pretty standard. Um, and you know, the funny thing is that as I was like making note of that, <laughs> dude, this is like second nature for me. I'm like, God damn it, the bring a trailer guys are gonna grill me after they someone's gonna bring it up when I go sell it because uh, you know, I mentioned it on the podcast or mentioned it on the podcast, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I'm never selling this car. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I literally thought that it I went through this whole process. That's pretty funny. Um, so that's that. Uh, everything's cool though, yeah, run it, run like a champ. It was it was, nice. it was great. It was it was super it, comfortable.
0: It but looked good, Radwood. It nice. looked Rad fantastic, amazing. dude. And not dude, was, I really there. want to
1: see it. I really want to see it rolling. Oh, there were th- well, there were two SECs. Yeah, the and then the 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 SEL. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I do want to see it rolling because I mean, you guys all got to see that. I, I feel like it looks fucking beautiful, like when it's yeah, just cruising it, down the road.
3: It really does. Um, and I, I think we mentioned this briefly at the the Radwood uh, episode, but. Driving in LA, you know, everyone says driving in LA sucks, but when when you have like the traffic's flowing, you can just be a fucking madman. That's we what were Brian
2: brought up was like, man, it's like dude, but our flawless. group,
3: yeah, our group, we had five cars, right, and they were all vintage, you know, Radwood cars, and from that section art from like Ventura to Topanga Canyon we were like just flying trying to keep keep up with each other and yeah, you know everyone's fun. doing the same thing too you know and trying to keep an eye on everything and we had that kind of like urgency too to get down there so it played a part and um yeah it's crazy
1: yeah it was great i really yeah the joy the ra- or the drive was super enjoyable all the way down you know like i mean because uh, yeah. originally like jason was saying that he had planned out like going over to 25 and doing all this stuff and and he felt like he can still get into town uh to Venice like about an an hour later than if we we took the route that we did but i was like i don't know man i think we should just cruise this way and we could still have a good time and it was actually nice it was great it was we great. stopped along uh, multiple times and took pictures and it was great um, no you good, took you know.
0: exactly the right route for your car yeah, that's what it's built yeah, for. Yeah. Uh,
1: yep. Yeah. Totally. I uh, think it, it's so, kind
0: of fun. It was a fun exercise for all of us. You know, I, I mean, uh, if if Lane you had brought your 944, Yeah, too, I really
2: but, put the GTI through its face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, mean, I got 33 to... miles per gallon on the uh-huh. way down. There Lane, and... did did
1: did it make it back okay? Like everything? <laughs> yeah, cool? it made it back. Air yeah.
2: conditioning was strong. Um,
1: Yes. Oh my God! Any <laughs> yeah. fuel leaks? No. Dude, um, yeah, so so that concludes the the SEC update. Uh, so the M Coupe. Um, I am now on full on. Um, Wait, you still coastal... have that car?
2: I've only seen have... it
1: like once. I think <laughs> I know, right? So I'm now on coastal range rally prep mode, and I'm right. checking boxes. So, so um, yeah. I ordered tires. Uh, they arrive tomorrow. They're Hell being yeah. installed tomorrow. So so I ended up going with uh the continental extreme contact sports so oh, yeah, basically it's the,
2: the the new ones
1: yeah the new ones it's like their latest and greatest it's yeah. like a the pilot supersport competitor and i say mm-hmm. pilot supersport not pilot ps4 or whatever cuz that's a whole other thing now but um but i mean i don't know they they actually have good reviews and like um uh, people are saying that they're as good as pilot supersports in the dry and they're better in the wet so mm-hmm. that sounds good to me you know like yeah, the ps good. PS4s are obviously better, but whatever, they don't make them in the right sizes anyways. And so, I, I got these because, um, I wanted to basically. Um, I'm I'm running like a slightly upsized, um staggered setup from stock. So stock is two forty fives up front. Two four. Uh, I'm sorry, stock is two twenty fives up front, two forty fives in the rear, and now I'm gonna run two thirty fives up front and two fifty fives in the rear. So cool. Um, basically a little more a little more meat all the way around, and um, and yeah. So that? I'm Does actually it
2: change the ratio, or do you kind of you know what I'm saying? Um, like the overall circumference. Yes.
1: A little tiny bit, yeah, a little tiny bit. Um, because yeah, it's the same aspect
2: ratio, but it's just uh, okay. So you're gonna have higher gearing essentially. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um. But uh. So there's that, and then um. I'm also uh. I don't know. I decided that I'm going to hold off on the exhaust, and I definitely I had originally said that I'll probably do Dynan, but after doing some more research, I think if I do end up getting an exhaust, I would get a Stromung because um, it's a really high quality exhaust, and it remains it retains the the stock quad tip look, like it's really clean. Yeah. Um. So um. That's that's probably what I would do. I am going to buy a Dynan intake. Um. I found a bunch of used ones on Craigslist for like two hundred bucks, and they're all for E36s. But um. I did some research and they fit. So. So nice. I'd rather I'd rather do that than spend the four hundred and fifty or five hundred or whatever, you know, the, yeah. the um off the shelf cost. It's a fucking carbon fiber tube, dude. Yeah. Thing, whatever, you know? Oh, and um, having
2: the having a little more tire will uh, f- at least a couple millimeters will fill those uh monster truck gaps you have.
1: Exactly. So that takes me to suspension. So I've been really, really like I don't know, man. I'm like conflicted man. on this because like I'm back and forth. Like Spime sometimes it, I just want to like I just want to update the shocks. I just want to, I just want to put Bilstein Sports on it and do the the stock springs. And then other times, I still want to drop it a little tiny bit just so I can like get it perfectly level. Um, but that would be a full coilover setup because there are no off the shelf springs. I've mentioned this before that have a good ride height. Like they're either way too low or the rake is reversed. It's like the rear looks like it's ass down and the front looks higher. Bilstein
2: Sports don't look good.
1: No, the, the the shocks don't matter. But if I were to do springs, no, and so, I mean I'm
2: saying, uh, sorry, H and R Sport Springs, they don't make them. Yeah, they make them, and it gives you a
1: weird rake. I don't <laughs> like it. So, um, it, but, the only way to do it would be to get coilovers and then drop it about half an inch front to rear, and then you keep it even, and you still have a lot of suspension travel. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. I'm on the fence. It's just a it's just a matter of money. Oh, and the thing never, is that the, like, the way
2: the stock ride height will be good for yeah. Just keep too. it simple, oh, it's dude. A Range Rally. You know, you want a little bit of. Yeah. But
1: they're so soft, dude. The springs are so soft. But mm-hmm. then again, maybe it's because of the shocks are tired. So I don't know. Because <laughs> sure. I mean, because I bottomed out multiple times I mean, oh, yeah. on the bump I'm stops and on the bump stops, not on the actual yeah, just on the frame. Get some uh, in-
2: Bilstein sports and call it a yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope that that, that that would be awesome if it's just
1: that, and then you know if if that'll do it and the suspension's stiff enough, I'm happy. um obviously the sports rest is... will be
2: an upgrade from stock too. So.
1: Totally, yeah. The only thing here it would be just it would be an aesthetic thing. So um I I I keep seeing you guys talk me back into it. Now I'm back in the Bilstein Sport world.
2: So, <laughs> um. But I yeah, mean that's and then, that. And then you
1: can spend the rest of the budget on the giant rally lights
0: that
3: you're gonna put on the front. Yeah, yeah, Hell, yeah. And uh, the 20-inch um, wheels, a big diffuser.
1: Indito. Um, and then, yeah, then after that, it's just like, uh, I gotta get these fucking seat dampers in, dude. Like, it's it's oh, two yeah. hours per side, so I, I don't know when the hell I'm gonna squeeze that in. Uh, dude, you have
2: but- other cars, so you could just like take one day to pull a seat and then. You know, have yeah. it in your third bed, have it in that lower bedroom and just kind of go down there every once in a while, you know? Tinker. That's a good call. Yeah, man. just tinker so, toy it, bro. Just tinker just like 30 minutes a day. Yeah, exactly. It's like a nighttime project, dude. Thirty minutes For only $2 a day, you yeah. can save a kid. Um yeah. Oh, before I forget, uh, props to Dave L C too.
3: Mad props. Yeah.
2: Why? He's just a cool guy. <laughs> and he came out the Radwood. <laughs> He drove down there his in his El Camino, he and his wife. Yeah, that is um, cool. In his El Camino, and I just wanted to Props. shout him out, basically. Shouts out. But I feel um, like
1: he, he gave you a little something extra there. No,
2: dude, not even. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. Uh, 20 bucks is nothing, right? So. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's,
1: just
3: a, it's a sandwich these days. Um, But and yeah, that's you, all I got, dude. And, and yep, if you want to sponsor uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is a team at Dragon Dave Lawson. did not give me anything, dude. Dave's is a
2: cool guy. He um, is definitely a
3: cool ass dude. You guys are ready for some trivia? Yeah. This trivia question comes to you from Motor Affair Podcast. Oh. Patrick was texting me, and uh, he had a little trivia time for me. So I told him that I would uh, pass it on to you guys, see if you you can do it. How did you do? Pretty terribly.
2: Good. Nice. Yeah. I like to hear that.
3: How many ECUs does the current Acura NSX have? Oh, shit. What the hell? Wow.
2: Several ECUs.
1: Four. Let's see. So it has two front motors. Uh, it's got an electrical unit, and then the rear. Yeah, four is a pretty decent guess, but it's got to be insane. Some stupid
3: number. Um, um, I'm going to say 10. That was my guess, Art. 22. Damn it. So I know I didn't get it right. Yeah. Uh, so the answer is 49. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And to clarify, I thought he was talking about like main, you know, like engine, yeah, engine, it's a, yeah, yeah. but it's electronic control unit. So that's uh, doors, alarms, uh, lights, uh, 49er. That
2: car sucks.
3: <laughs> I've heard they're really good to drive. Sure. I think Matt Farrow yeah. was saying they're fucking I'm fast. Sure they are. I'm sure they're am sure they're
2: awesome. I'm sure they're fine, dude, but it's just that car. I think it could have been something totally different. It should have been
3: something. It should have totally been a different. fucking manual lightweight. It should have been a
2: fucking it should have been uh, you know, a, a, the same as the old one, and yeah. it should have been a hundred. I mean, should hundred grand rather than a hundred and sixty grand. An accurate version of the R8. I mean, dude, this exactly. is exactly not selling,
3: dude. Thank you, Brian. Forty nine ECU. So his his point was like. Imagine working on that in 25 years. What it's going to be like? Yeah,
0: How be easy. easy you just swap them all It'll out. It'll be
2: That's super easy said. because they'll have such advanced computers that you could just like look at it with a scanner and well, you'll just say, see, "Oh, like,
3: there's a breaks. problem with the seat. Replace the seat module." Yeah, yeah, yeah or you're just going to tell
0: your yeah. pet robot to do it anyways. Okay. Hey, robot, <laughs> go fix not... my project. What's my project or update?
1: Do it. Yeah, how that often robot. are ECU's failing? Anyways, that's not the problem. Yeah, it's isn't... gonna be like unless it gets. I mean, if there's like water damage or something, then forget it. <laughs> you yeah. I mean? Forty nine computers making that thing work. I remember, you know, you, you, a car that you really love. Uh, what is? I don't know what the the chassis designation is the of that uh S five fifty that um Thomas has. Yeah, our buddy Tom. Yeah. What, what what chassis is that? You know what uh, I, can't,
3: I can't remember the new ones. So
1: that one, what is that? Like a 2008 S550 or something? Yeah, 2010. Mm-hmm. Well, so those those have like uh, something like 300 fuses or something, and like and half of them are to control the air suspension or some shit or the God. whatever whatever suspension that is. <laughs> yeah, like we, don't, so nice. we
3: don't see many of
2: those. I have a question for you, Warren. Yeah, do you guys work on 512 TRs or Testerosas <laughs> at your shop? <laughs> Can you do a uh, belt service on them
3: <laughs> the short answer is yes we we will work on them could you um, do a belt service i'm sure we could mhm be interesting Kay. i think you need some special tools for that mm, i that have a feeling yeah you might need a couple i'd
2: just like to see one of those cars on our rally <clears> yeah God
3: damn it i
2: know oh yeah I know. yeah
1: i would too like a blue one or a gray one. A gray one would be nice. Yeah, a gray
2: one. R- roof RGTs are cool and all, but um, oh, dude, it'd be really five, cool yeah. to have a
3: 512 TR. 512 TR is really fun to drive, too. Absolutely. So, uh,
1: Warren, quick question. You mentioned special tooling. So if somebody approaches you and says, I would like this car, you know, I would like you to work on this car. Would you guys not go out and buy those special tools? Like if they're you know, a couple hundred bucks?
3: Yeah, we would if it was a couple hundred bucks, but if it's like a thousand dollar set or something, you'd have to uh, charge
2: the customer for that.
3: Or we'd have to make a case for working on more of those cars. That
2: case isn't really there. Probably
3: not for that car. No, no, but we got approached, we got approached recently about Maserati service and, uh, And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't even have any diagnostic tools for that. And then I don't have, like, the actual... Uh, work order, uh, instructions and stuff to actually do some of those jobs. I just don't have the software and well, so books. If I had a book, that'd be yeah. cool too, but they're not making like new Ghibli <laughs> service manuals, you know? Yeah. So, know. Yeah. You just
2: well, go so, look at Chrysler service manual and pretty yeah. much, right? <laughs> go, go back to that, uh,
1: go back go, or going back to that 512 TR rather. Uh, I don't think, I don't think, um, there's a monetary uh, constraint here. I think it's just a procrastination and uh, just lack of interest. It's so marijuana. I think, <laughs> so I think uh, those tools and everything can be handled. Uh, let's just fucking make it happen. Wait, well, like, there are can we like steal this car? It. I mean, can we
3: just like flatbed it over there? <laughs> I don't think it's it's not just a matter of tools. It's fucking super expensive parts, a lot of labor. Um, if anything are, goes are wrong, are they expensive
1: parts? I mean, the, what, yeah. what are you
3: changing? Dude, are you kidding? has gotta dude. be. It's like all the belts, the pulleys, the seals, I mean, probably a ton of while you're at it, stuff, tune-up stuff, spark plugs. I mean, and they need to do it anyway. They do, and that's what he told me, and I was like, I totally get it, man. It's not like you can just, you know, snap your fingers and get it done, but at some point you need to get it done, and why not now?
2: Yeah. Right? So they don't have a guy? No, they got a guy. Okay. They yeah. got a guy who can come to his house and do it. Yeah, oh, you yeah? got the
3: guy. Mm. That's well, what we should hook up. Yeah, you should, you should tell Tom. Yeah. <laughs> He does F50 send, and F40 maintenance. You,
2: you, yeah, you guys, uh, guy.
1: you guys want uh, a good story? We should send the guy that uh, Brian bought his car from to do the maintenance on that car. Or <laughs> no, do he's pretty or good, say. dude. He's an old man,
2: but he keeps up on the maintenance. That's what he told me. <laughs> that was my favorite part of and the Brian Fair podcast, where they were they were talking about Brian's car. <laughs> it's a famous car, and, uh, yeah, it is, dude. The ZR9 is fucking <laughs> world renowned. Um, but. Uh, Patrick is like, talking about how, like, instead of window seals, they just use duct tape. And he's all, because, you know, that's common practice. When they're building a car and you run out of window seals, you just use duct tape. I think that would have
3: been the that it's, alone. It's... If I saw that, I'd go, nah, not this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it would definitely, that was the beginning of, that was, like, the first thing I noticed, where I was, like, hmm. <laughs> it was basically, like, Mad Max theory for repairs, you know, where he's, in a world where there are no parts you dude, know like, is it's like not like whatever the of nowhere dude it feels like that there's stores and i don't know man casinos and all there's that. a racetrack too yeah
3: there's no uber that's all i know <laughs> <laughs> this is true you bought your uber oh. well on that note let's end this podcast and say goodbye to our listeners Bye, listeners, we love listeners. You, goodbye and we'll see you yeah. next week later bye, bye. and say what are you doing oh what's wrong and it's like dude just fucking leave me That's alone exactly why yeah. right. yeah, did just come, here get
2: out. out of here